Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Podcast, the one that you heard about, talking sports media, buzz and the word of mouth, social is the currency, seeing what the buzz will be, talking sports and culture, you never know what'll be coming next, cause that's the type of podcast you listen to, powered by the hyper, brands, who the man, yo, Ryan at the forefront, got it on my iTunes, walking through the storefront, listen to the broadcast, he touches almost anything, sports, culture, media, technology, and marketing, so listen to the man right ahead of his time, on your podcast, you can download or listen live, so here comes the podcast, here comes your host, the Burger Shop, now live from coast to coast, in any way you want to do it, listen to the show, Ryan got the insights, Burger Shop, you know? Another episode of Inside the Burger Shop. This is Ryan Berger taking you through the next you know, 30, 40, maybe an hour. Another episode of Inside the Burger Shop. It is January 13th, Friday the 13th in New York. A nice sunny afternoon. We had a great show yesterday. We were joined by Gina Leahy, uh, head of communications at the college football playoff, and just incredible insights and stories about everything that went down with Clemson and Alabama and the big game on Monday night. The Burger Shop podcast can be subscribed to on iTunes, um, whether it's your commute, long weekend, or, of course, as my man Brad Sona likes to say, or you can listen live. We're brought to you by Hyper, the leader in influencer marketing. Hyper has been with us from the beginning. Head on over to Hyperbrands, H-Y-P-R-Brands.com. Hyper is the largest database of celebrities and influencers in the world. Works with all the big Fortune 500 companies. Head on over to Hyper to understand people's social media data and connect yourself with an influencer today. Of course, the Crowdsline, another fun, fantastic partner. Head over to thecrowdsline.com. Make your predictions today about what's going to happen in any sporting event every day. Receive prizes, gift certificates, and more. Head over to thecrowdsline.com. And, of course, our buddies down at PETA Express, downtown New York City. I know my guy Mark Burns will join us shortly. Just moved to New York. We'll check out. Pita Express, 15 Ann Street, the best Mediterranean food in New York. Head on down. Let Billy Kotler know you listen to the podcast. Get yourself a free hummus, a free appetizer. They're the best down there. They got the best food, best chicken. Head on down to Pita Express, 
15 Ann Street, downtown Manhattan. Now, we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about lots of different things, sports, technology, marketing, uh, communications, pop culture, but everything is very much at the intersection of an area that has exploded, and that is the area of sports and technology. And uh, our guest that's coming up shortly, Mark Burns, is an expert in this space. Mark is uh, somebody who has been in the talent game for a long time and has moved over, uh, always been a great writer, contributor to Forbes. His Twitter is a, uh, is a must-follow. Uh, and Mark recently joined the team at SportTechie.com, working with uh, the great Taylor Bloom uh, on a on a on the distrib- distribution and the content for a website that is very much at the intersection of sports and technology. And we're excited to jo- have Mark join us on Inside the Burger Shop today to talk a little bit about what he's up to, what SportTechie does. And overall, some interesting storylines in 2017 and sort of end of 2016 that Mark can touch on regarding what he's written, what he's hearing, and and what people are talking about in this space. So without further ado, on this Friday the 13th, we welcome the great Mark Burns to Inside the Burger Shop. Mark, the grill is very, very hot today here at Inside the Burger (laughs) Shop, so hopefully you will be ready to do your thing. How are things, bud? I'm doing well. Well, first off, thanks so much for having me. And, uh, yeah, it's officially a week in New York. Uh, moved last uh, last Friday, living in Williamsburg. And, um, yeah, it's been a fun first week in the city. Yeah, and it's a city that uh, will eat you up real fast. And either that or you're going to find lots of places to eat. And in Billyburg, as we call it, in downtown New York City, there's so many things to do and so many great places to eat. I'm sure you'll uh, test your a waist size very quickly when it comes to the kinds of food in, in New York and all the all the places to go. But you're at the epicenter, you're in the Big Apple now, and obviously the stuff you're working on, you know, is crucial uh, to that whole angle of sports and technology. So why don't you sort of start off, Mark, by telling us kind of how you got to Williamsburg. What have you been up to in the past, and uh, how'd you arrive, and then we'll talk a little bit about what you're up to now. Yeah, definitely. So, um, to what you said, yeah, I was in the, I was at a sports agency in Atlanta uh, the last, I'd say, since January of 15 to last uh, late last August for the sports agency called CSE Talent and did marketing for uh, players, coaches, and broadcasters. And uh, liked what I did. Uh, I, at the same time, like, like you mentioned, I, I, I was writing for Forbes as a contributor and always enjoyed writing. I've been doing it for, you know, since I was, you know, in college last eight, nine, ten years. So um, the opportunity with Sportechie last, uh, late last summer came about. Uh, you mentioned Taylor Bloom and, and also Simon Ogus, the two co-founders, and the, the team that they were building. And also uh, and a few other big announcements, the partnership with Sports Illustrated, a, a syndication deal, and some investing, and uh, a lot of good things happening with Sportechie. And so left the agency, joined Sportechie full-time, and, yeah, now uh, uh, moved to Williamsburg last week and so what better place to be uh in sports than than new york and new york city so um yeah it's been fun so far and yeah it's, it's been it's been good kind of covering the new uh the sports and tech world and looking at uh, virtual reality and gaming uh, mobile tech uh, following a lot of things that are happening from a live streaming standpoint so uh you know things i was following while i was at the agency but now that i'm writing definitely following them much more closely and talking to a lot of the the players uh, in the space, if you will. 
Do you guys have offices in New York, or do you guys work? How do you guys operate? Yeah, so we don't have any offices in New York. We have uh, right now six full-time people. So Taylor's over in London. Uh, we have a few folks in New York, myself, uh, my editor, Diamond, and then our sales guy, Eric Baum. He's in, uh, we're all in New York, and two guys are in uh, D.C. So, yeah, six full-time people. Uh, I don't know, down the road, there's, you know, there's been talks about some, some office space potentially, but for right now, it's just the six of us. Not really necessary. We're hiring uh, a few more people right now. So the team is continuing to grow, it seems like, on a monthly basis. At least since I came on board, it was three, now it's six. Soon I think it'll be at eight or nine the next probably four to eight weeks. Amazing. Really just amazing how it happens, right? A small idea <laughs> yeah. has exploded in, in a time which obviously everybody, you know, is so intrigued by, the you know, the area. Um, we're talking to Mark Burns from uh, sporttechie.com, the senior writer. You can follow Mark on Twitter at, at MarkJBurns88. We know from the hyper data, Mark, you're a pretty influential guy. Uh, almost 8,000 followers on Twitter getting great engagement, about 25 favorites for every one of your posts and a number of retweets as well. And that's thanks to the, to the hyper data. And, and, I, and the reason why I'm sure your stuff is somewhat explosive is because the content that you're putting out there, people are really intrigued by. And we had Gina Leahy on yesterday, the head of the communications from uh, the college football playoff. And we were talking to Gina about new ways in which people engage with content, not just the ratings. And you guys have been incredible in showcasing some of those. And this week I watched my first V live NBA game with the Cavs and Jazz. It's just absolutely phenomenal. You know, how big is VR in sports today and how big is it going to be in 2017? Yeah, I think it's a, it's, you know, it, 2016 was its bigger, biggest year yet. And it's been in the part of conversations, I would say the last, you know, two, three years, but 16 was its biggest year yet from the NBA getting involved, like you mentioned with league pass and being able to stream one game a week through that. Um, the NFL has done some virtual reality highlight packages that they made available to fans at the end of the 2016 regular season. Um, I mean, it's really taken off, but, um, you know, in 17, something that I'm following, I'm sure other people are, is like, when does the NFL, just because it is the NFL, when are they going to get into the actual live streaming uh, a game in VR? I think it's coming. I think 17, we'll see. Uh, I would, I would uh, <laughs> predict, predict at least that, We'll see our first game in VR uh, in the NFL in 2017 regular season, but I'm I'm kind of fascinated with augmented reality and and the thing with VR with the headsets and I know those you know one will get smaller too the quality of the the of the feed and the production will will get better over time but from an augmented reality standpoint I think you can deploy that in a much easier fashion to at stadiums or even just make that more accessible to fans and it's easier to scale. So, uh, I mean, you've seen teams do the VR experiences. You know, the Chicago Bears, I'll just name one team. They did something with uh, Visa and PNC Bank, two team partners last year, a small VR activation, um, you know, watching, watching footage that was captured. And, 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 you know, they can do it for two, three, four hundred people. But from, a, you know, getting the right content in the, in the, you know, most amount of people, I think augmented reality is where it's at. So following both right now, but, I think augmented reality might even surpass VR from just like a use standpoint in 17. I think you'll see much more of that. Wow, that's really that's really that would be really cool. Yeah, the headsets are definitely a a little bit of a different situation. They're a little bit bulky. Mm-hmm. I use Daydream uh, itself, but 
No, it's, it's it's really an interesting area that's obviously exploiting. And, you know, your Twitter account, Mark, you know, very focused on breaking all kinds of stories. Obviously, the Sport Techie site is is, is, is a expanded version of, you know, your Twitter handle. But I just want to focus on, on your Twitter strategy and your Twitter handle for a second and again at MarkJBurns88. Mark, how do you find out some of that information? What are you looking at, reading? What are you doing on a daily basis to identify the right stories that you want to push out on on your Twitter channel? Yeah, I think it's it's just coming up with uh, with information that you know no one else will have, or that you know people probably like. I I read a ton of stuff. I'll start off. I read a ton of you know newsletters or subscribe to a lot of newsletters. I read probably one to three hours a day of, you know, whether it's very early in the morning or late at night, um, you know, whether uh, it's, you know, Forbes or Adweek, Adage, Mashable, Fast Company, TechCrunch. I mean, there's probably 10 to 12 sites I visit every single day and subscribe to their newsletter. So I think that's one one thing. Um, just based on my conversations with folks, whether it's for an in actual interview, maybe it's with a source, maybe it's with a, a C-level executive that's an off-the-record kind of conversation, pulling information from those sources as well. So I always put myself, at least with how I operate my Twitter feed, if I'm somebody in the industry or even if I'm a sports fan, what types of content and what types of information would I find valuable? And so I think I cater, I kind of keep both in mind, the industry professional, whether they're, you know, five years in, a year in, 20 years in, or, or even the fan. But I think I skew, uh, you know, more towards the ind- industry professional. But, yeah, just kind of figuring out what's interesting. If I'm putting myself in those people's shoes, what would be interesting to me? And so, um, yeah, it's funny. Like I can remember the day, you know, I had, you know, a hundred followers and was like, man, like, you know, it'd be cool to have a few more and <laughs> maybe be actually influential online. And, um, I think it's something that, it's something that was told to me by a, a friend, uh, Nicole Auerbach at USA Today. She's a great, uh, great follower on Twitter as well. And, and covers the college basketball and college football world is, um, and something I asked her how she how she got a following. This was four or five years ago, and it was she just told me just consistently put out good content. And so I think every single day, whether it's a Monday or you know Sunday evening or whatever, like I'm I probably tweet four to eight, ten, twelve times a day, and just putting out valuable information that other people will find um, useful. So that's kind of how I operate some of my stuff. Um, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention to, you know, big games like Super Bowl, college football playoff, try and tweet interesting nuggets here and there. And so, um, yeah, it's a huge – I spend more time on Twitter than I care to admit, <laughs> to be totally honest. But uh, it's become a part of, you know, not only work, but also just, you know, it's a it's just part of life, to be totally honest. No, yeah, no, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic medium. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny, you know, I find – I'll run to it when I got something bad to say about the Knicks or complain about something, you know, but I think you want more and more people you want to go who have good things to say and put out great content. I'm a huge Twitter user and, and, and big fan as, as you know, and, and, and speaking of that, you know, I'd love to spend a minute or two getting from you who are great follows. You know, this space is something that's exploding. I think when you find somebody that has some great content, you know, who do you look at on Twitter in this space that you say, you, know, you mentioned Nicole Auerbach, who else is a great follow that you say this is a, a really a must look in this space of the intersection of sports and technology? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll. I mean, it's you know, he's definitely a competitor of ours. You know, at uh, at Sports Techie, but a guy named uh, and I follow him just because he covers a similar area. But a guy named Taylor Soper, he's a, a sports tech writer at GeekWire, and he's a good follow because a lot of the stuff that um, uh, we just cover, I mean, in a similar space, and so he, he's a must follow for what I cover. Um, so yeah, Taylor Soper at GeekWire for sports and tech. Um, there's a, a friend of mine. Her name's Jessica Smith. And uh, she's very well known in the social digital space, but she's a content. Yeah, that's the girl that's uh, running running social for Under Armour, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, War Just Eagle. Yeah, she's a great follow. And uh, it's funny, I had a coffee or coffee this morning with uh, a guy that heads up uh, social at the USOC, and of course, her name. You know, her, every time it's funny. Like every time I have a conversation with somebody in in social or even just in digital or somebody that works online, like her converse, her name comes up probably every other time. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, just because she's developed a good name for herself from uh, not only her Twitter feed, but also she has a great blog where, um, you know, she throws up best practices and critiques what people are doing and just has a very, uh, you know, she's just a, a smart person in that space and knows what she's talking about. Um, so she's a great follow. Uh, one of my close mentors and he's a good friend of mine, but, this guy named Darren Heitner, who a lot of people know in the industry, is an attorney, writes for Forbes. Um, he covers, you know, sports business, the agency world. Uh, he puts out a lot of good nuggets around the legal side of things in sports. So he's another great follow at Darren Heitner. Um, yeah, I mean, I follow, I think I follow like 850 folks. And, you know, it goes up and down over the course of the calendar year. And even, even in the last five years, um, you know, some people kind of go off the grid and, stop tweeting altogether. Some people, they, you know, if they're a reporter, they might cover a different, uh, they might move from one outlet to the other and stop covering what you originally wanted to follow them for. Um, but yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's been great. So yeah, those are a few folks. I mean, I could give you, I could give you 20 names, yeah. but yeah, those are a few that really come to mind. Darren, Jess, and, uh, and Taylor, and obviously sports. Yeah, Techie, those are good ones. I know, Dar- <laughs> I know, uh, Darren Heitner, <laughs> we've had a couple of, uh, quick chats with him and we had, uh, Darren Ravel on the show last month. And so obviously what he's been able to craft and taking yeah. it from a, 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 a entire business model that, you know, his company backs and is, is really interesting what he's building. And he's looking to do a lot of sort of the intersection of sports and food in 2017, which is a real interesting niche along with, uh, a baseball card idea that he has around unboxing, which is, as we know, has exploded uh, in s- socially. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he's a great follow, and um, yeah, he's developed a good name for himself as well. I mean, a great name for himself. He's him and I think Sports Business Journal essentially developed uh, the sports business world from just like a media standpoint. You know, SBJ in the mid '90s and Revell about 16, 17 years ago. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy his. Uh, food tweets, uh, like you mentioned with the opening the boxes, I think is a is a cool uh, you know strat or thing that he's trying he's incorporated into his social and Twitter strategy. But uh, yeah, I mean he's obviously I think everybody everybody probably follows Ravel whether you like him or hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned Jessica Smith, you know great great follow. You could follow her on at uh, what is it exactly? I want to make sure at War Jess Eagle. I think it is. Is that yeah War Jess? Yep. War Jess Eagle, and she runs social over at Under Armour. 
We know from the hyper data, Jessica with about 11,000 followers on Twitter, great engagement, getting 25 favorites for every post, three comments, seven retweets. Interestingly, about 75, about 75% of her audience is actually in the United States, uh, which is a little bit shocking considering how global Under Armour is. But Jessica is a, a great follow and someone that we will certainly target to have on the show in, in 2017. So, Let's move over on to the actual website itself, sporttechie.com, a website that is specializing at the intersection of sports and technology. And when you go over to the site, you guys obviously have many different areas of sports, tech, industry, sort of extreme sports and products, wearables, you know, the kinds of things that people are talking about and using. You know, give us a sense of when somebody comes to the website, what are they looking for? Um, and what kind of experience are they receiving? Yeah, so I think with the website, at least in what we cover, we're fairly broad, I think, in, in what we cover right now. Um, the, the website was founded about four, four and a half years ago, and um, the, the bread and butter at that time was covering a lot of, I think mostly just startups, you know, sports companies, startup sports companies at the intersection, um, you know, had some, had some type of technology bent, whether they were, um, a wearable company, maybe a, a new app company. Um, but over time, the coverage has certainly evolved and, and certainly expanded. And to your point, um, you know, now we cover everything from wearables and fitness products and, and other different consumer um, electronics to virtual reality and all the companies there that are getting into the sports space, um, all the leagues and what they're doing from a tech standpoint. Yeah, at least domestically and even overseas with the English Premier League and, and uh, La Liga and, uh, and the German Soccer League, uh, the Bundesliga, like a lot of those leagues we we follow very closely as well. So I guess when you come to our site, essentially there's something there for everybody. Um, and we try and take a, an approach where, you know, if you work in the States, if you work overseas, like there's something there that you can learn from and, and something that we're, we're covering on a daily basis. And so I think when I came on board just to give Bill a, a little further is um, the first two months where I, when I joined Sports IP, it seemed like every other article I wrote about was either about VR or AR. Um, it was just exploding last year from a, a use standpoint uh, from teams and leagues getting involved. And so that was very heavy. It, it, it's interesting. Like, so you kind of see, like, ebbs and flows of, of what's happening in the industry. Uh, and, and so it's it's been interesting to follow. And um, But, yeah, I, I guess we just kind of cover everything. The the esports and gaming world is something that we're focused on, uh, not as much as other sites, but from uh, NBA owners and NFL and NBA players getting involved to, um, uh, you know, teams being acquired and, you know, Philadelphia 76ers, Miami Heat, they're involved with teams. Um, we're, we're following that very too. And so, um, yeah, it's pretty much, I mean, it's a lot of everything. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where we're at with the site. What And, and you mentioned before sort of investing in, in Sports Illustrated. Give us a sense of who's behind the site, wh- where things are with it, uh, how big is the site, so does the traffic. I mean, sort of where is this as we kick off 2017 with com? Yeah, so we have a we have a relationship with with Sports Illustrated. They don't own, they don't own the site at all. It's just a, a licensing a content deal essentially, and there's some collaboration there for some of our content going into the magazine. So that's been great. Uh, that started last I want to say middle of last summer, maybe uh, mid to late June. Um, and so yeah, that's been great. So they're on board from just like a partnership standpoint. 
some funding that we received last year that was made public, a company called Oakview Group. They're a sports and entertainment firm led by uh, Tom Lewicki, an old uh, uh, Maple Leaf sports and entertainment exec. And so from funding from him and a few other groups, uh, you know, we've been able to grow the site now. Like I said, six full-time people. We're hiring a few others. And so um, I think from, from that group, the SI partnership, and and just the last few years, it's it's interesting. Like we just had, um, we have a, kind of our you know weekly or even daily calls with each other. We're always communicating on Slack, and uh, a few of our guys were at the CES conference. And it's cool to hear, you know, sports techies on a lot of people's radars. A lot of people in the industry know who we are from, you know, people just getting their start to um, our, you know, you mentioned Taylor Bloom. He was on a panel. He was moderating a panel with. Uh, uh, Dolan from the Knicks and Dan Gilbert, the Intel CEO, and all those folks follow our site and follow the content that we're producing and the coverage that we're uh, providing for you know for the industry. And so that's very cool from just hearing that. You know, people a lot of people know about sports yep. and the stuff that we've done, and so it's just a matter of improving our coverage. And I think we'll get into more um, you know different areas in 2017. Um, from a from a viewership standpoint, I I can't really maybe get into too many specifics all I know, you know I can tell you that we've grown I would say exponentially over the course of even the last four or five months um, you know we, we post probably I would say anywhere in the ballpark of 35 to 50 pieces of content a week um, on the site long form short form um, I think we're going to get into video down the road we're, we're hiring a multimedia producer soon so a lot of the good things happening with the site and 2017 is a big year for us uh, coming off the the funding announcement, um, obviously continuing the SI partnership. So, yeah, it's been a, it'll, it'll be a great year for us. Yeah, and I want to sort of wrap up on that. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you have a lot of fun to have in the weekend in, in Brooklyn, your first uh, your first weekend. So, you know, we're again we're talking to Mark Burns. Mark J. Burns, 88 is the Twitter handle, and he's the senior writer for sporttechie.com. And, Mark, before we let you go, can you spend just a minute – couple of predictions, 2017, you know, what do you expect to see in the intersection of sports and technology? It's an area that has grown so much and has so many different angles and areas to it. But, you know, there's nobody closer to the area than yourself and your team. A couple of predictions that you expect to see in 2017 regarding the sports and technology uh, intersection. Yeah, I, I would say one, something I already mentioned, but uh, the NFL live streaming, uh, live streaming a game in VR. I I would even throw a, uh, an exhibition game in there. Um, and so I I would say that's one. Um, I, I kind of want to. I mean, this would be a very bold prediction. I think Twitter eventually will be acquired by somebody. Um, I don't know if it'll be Facebook or uh, Amazon or or who knows. But I I think Twitter will be. Uh, granted, it's not sports specific, but in fact. Feeling that Twitter is going to be acquired by somebody, so that would be another prediction. Maybe not this year, but in the next, I would say, twelve to eighteen, twenty-four months. Um, and then from, I guess I'll throw a prediction towards like you know wearables. I think we'll eventually see. I I don't think it'll be this year, but something I'm closely following and that I think a lot of people would predict is that um, down the road we'll see we'll see players at every single all the five major U.S. leagues. And eventually, I'm sure overseas as well. But players being able to wear wearables during games to better understand their performance. Maybe that information won't be made available to fans, but at least for being made available to the players and the teams. 
I think that will 100% happen. Um, do I think it'll happen this year? That's probably a little too bold of a prediction, but, you know, next year, I, if you told me now that that would happen, I wouldn't be shocked. So, um, yeah, those are, those are probably give you a couple more, but those are at least the ones that I'm closely following. And um, I think the wearables thing, that, that's maybe going to happen sooner than people think. There's so many, so many potential, so much potential, and such, such opportunity in the space. And you know, brands are just trying to sort of sniff it all out and figure out where they get involved and which roles they play in, in the area. So it's, it's just so interesting. And you know, as we continue and this area continues to grow, we'd love to have you, you know, back on, and we'd love to, you know, drive all of our audience over to sporttechie.com and check out Mark's work as well as check out his his Twitter handle at Mark J. Burns, which is 88, which is good stuff and, and, and a lot of interesting tidbits in the area that allow you to educate yourself and get more uh, of an understanding of the intersection of sports and technology. Mark, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy New York City. Appreciate you spending some time with us on this busy Friday. No, I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. You got it. You got it. That was Mark Burns from SportTechie.com, the senior writer. And head over to SportTechie.com and take a look at his stuff and his Twitter. Really interesting stuff, stuff that um, is eye-opening a lot of the time and stuff that you just can't find anywhere else. So it's a lot of, lot of good stuff. And we thank Mark and the SportTechie.com team for having Mark on today as we chat about the world of sports and technology. And that is uh, a wrap on another great podcast, another great Inside the Burger Shop podcast episode. We are uh, did two in one day, sort of back-to-back, belly-to-belly. Hope everybody has a great long weekend. Thanks to our partners, specifically Hyper, for providing us with all the data today. We'll have a fantastic weekend. Thanks to Mark again for spending some time with us. And as my man Mad Dog Russo likes to say... Adios. It's the Burger Shop Podcast, the one that you heard about. Talking sports media, buzz and the word of mouth. Social is the currency, seeing what the buzz will be. Talking sports and culture, you never know what'll be coming next. Cause that's the type of podcast you listen to. Powered by the hyper brands, who the man? Yo, Ryan at the forefront. Got it on my iTunes, walking through the storefront. Listen to the broadcast, he touches almost anything. Sports, culture, media, technology, and marketing. So listen to the man right ahead of his time. On your podcast, you can download or listen live. So here comes the podcast, here comes your host. The Burger Shop, now live from coast to coast. In any way you want to do it, listen to the show. Ryan got the insights. The Burger Shop, you know? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>